Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. You can't see it at home because we're, we're only doing an audio show tonight, but I'm kneeling. 
I'm kneeling in protest. Mm, um, solidarity. Solidarity. Well, I'm, I'm kneeling for you, James. Oh. Um, I'm kind of sick of your shit, and I feel oppressed. And every time you don't know an answer to something and you refuse to type it in in a right. timely manner, right? Um, I feel I feel like that I should just sit out. I should just I should just take the night off. Okay. Um, and I you f- have every right. Uh, yeah, I feel I feel uh, that I've been saddled with a female producer out of uh, fear, a lot, a lot of fear, um, uh, a lot of angst um, mm-hmm. amongst the country. Because let's face it, Jabes, we went on the air uh, right after the inauguration. I mean, everybody was was still hot that you know the glass ceiling wasn't broken right uh that hillary didn't win right and i i i think that i looking back on it now and this is why i'm kneeling tonight throughout the podcast is that i felt pressured to hire a woman in the workplace in a Mm -hmm. in a man's workplace of the podcast world right and now it's you've you've botched it you've botched Mm -hmm. my show Mm-hmm. You've, you've just you've ruined it it was you've, me yeah you've sullied it uh-huh. um and i'm i'm taking two knees tonight well i like sully yeah uh, i'm, I'm he's taking a national treasure i'm taking you know you know what a sully is if you go into a bar by the way oh what is that it's gray goose and water <laughs> uh, that's what it is that's called a sully I like it i like it it's called I a like sully it. uh welcome to the show kids uh has anything been going on whatsoever come on what? God, has anything been going on? Um, has, that, has any fucking thing been going on? No, what? no, no, not a thing. Here's the weird thing, and this is no lie. At least you're on the show, and you can fucking attest to this. We we pre-recorded the show on Monday's show on Saturday night yeah. before all this happened, yep. and I literally laid all of it out um, because I I had a feeling it was going to go down. And just the way the culture and every everybody's so butthurt about their own stupid shit now, I had a feeling the reaction would be like that. It was a guess, um, right. uh, but I, I, I felt I felt pretty strong in that because let's let's face it, any little thing now is going to be blown so far far out of fucking proportion. That I felt pretty safe in that guess, right? Um, I, I did, and when I watched the games yesterday, uh, it, it you know. And we're going to talk about all of this, but but it seemed sloppy. It seemed uh, not well thought out. It seemed like people were kind of doing their own things or what they thought that their teammates wanted to do or, or, or what they should and shouldn't be doing. Um, the Look, a, a lot of the fans didn't show up at, at the games yesterday. Do you know there was like 20, there was less than 20,000 people at that fucking LA Chargers game yesterday? Is that weird? It's super, like, it, they, that's... That's the new team in the new city. Mm. That stadium, by the because they're playing in a temporary stadium in Los Angeles, okay. only holds twenty seven thousand people. That's that's like the Staples Center where the Lakers play, and you can't sell that out. Right. And, and three fourths of the crowd was was the opposite team. Um, granted, some people from San Diego were, were pissed that they moved, uh, but but a lot of people were just pissed off and didn't want to go. Um, and then the ratings, ratings again were down. Um, you're, now you're looking at year over year because you have something to compare it to. Last weekend, the ratings were down 10%. Okay. And the NFL was like, oh, Irma, you know, we had right. all those states <laughs> that were knocked out of power and everything. And I was like, yeah, sure. maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's a thing. Um, I didn't think it was. I thought I thought it was the protest. And I, and I thought the numbers would keep going down. Yesterday happened. 
And uh, people just started to turn off their TVs throughout the day. So they were down another 8%. So you, you tack on last week's 10% plus to say, now you're down 18% in the last two weeks. Uh, there, there, there's a report out that, that CBS, just CBS alone, is going to take a $200 million loss on the NFL this year. Um, and you, you, yeah, look, we're, we're, we're live on Monday night at this point. We just watched the fucking Cowboys and Jerry Jones all take a knee before the anthem, and then they got up for the anthem and then mm-hmm. locked arms together. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got booed, you know, soundly uh, by the fans there. All of this seems very sloppy to me. Like, it just, there's got to be some organization. You talk about this a lot, about getting, like, losing your message and losing your points. Right. This is what this feels like to me. Um, where you've got different people doing different things for different reasons. Some of the teams didn't come out of the tunnel. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. They didn't even, they didn't come out of the tunnel. Others did. Uh, the one They're guy trying to find a balance between disrespecting the flag and then making this statement that they're trying to make. There isn't one. Um, and what you can do is because to me, you, there you, isn't a statement. Th- there isn't a stand by, by protesting the, the anthem. Mm-hmm. Like, you're then you're just being an asshole to me right like if you're gonna make a real stand really make it count like just go to the fucking white house mm-hmm. go just quit just go to the white house or get everybody in the league to say hey e- either you're you're pissed off at the president's remarks um let's let's just take sunday off let's quit let's just go up to the white house and, and like not play and, and not play and then really protest and you can do that um and you oh. know when that happened and because I I, I, I writ, written something on Twitter about it, and also something on Facebook. Somebody hit me up, and they were like, "Nobody would ever do that." They were like, "You're out of your fucking mind. Right. No one would ever do that." Somebody yeah. hit, hit that to me on Twitter, and I said, uh-huh. "I said no. Uh, actually, it has happened. It happened in the '80s, um, the 1980s. All the players went on strike because the the contract was up over um, their money. Over their money, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Then they went on strike. Right. But here's what the league did: the league said, "Oh." Cool, you guys want to go on strike? Well, fuck you guys. Right. Then we'll just have all replacements. And then mm-hmm. we had that beautiful Keanu Reeves movie out of it. Oh, uh, I love that I Canal Reeves. I know you do. That you is, love that movie. That is love Canal Reeves at his best. I love him in a romantic comedy. I love him in a romantic comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So likable. Devil's Advocate. Sure. <laughs> um. So what, like... Is the NFL like the biggest plat, like the biggest like statement that they can make, like the biggest punch? If 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 people, if the NFL is losing ratings, like did they did they do what they were trying to do, which is like hit Americans? Great question. In and their I, biggest balls. I, I, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually Devil's super, advocate. I'm just exactly. asking. I'm super glad you asked that. No, and, okay. and I'll tell you why. If the NFL goes down, and again, I remember this as a kid when there was that strike, um, people lose their jobs, mm-hmm. and the NFL employs a lot of fucking people. Okay. Um, look, it's it's you watch a game. I'm not I'm not gonna I, I, like I am gonna I'm, I'll state the obvious here. Uh, m- the majority of players in the league are young black men. Right. If this league somehow shutters. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna you're gonna be taking away millions of dollars and jobs, like for the community and for yourself. 
a lot of these and a lot, I guess that's a lot of these stadiums are in inner cities as well and it's yeah. like that employs parking vendors all these people and like i remember as a kid my father was a, a radio dish jockey mm-hmm. obviously and he took me to a game it was a falcons game and when, when they were on strike and so why are you why why are we coming to this game you know we don't get to see any of our favorite players play they're all on strike and they were all picketing outside the stadium uh, the players themselves. So, like, I got to go up and meet my favorite player with a picket sign in their hand. And I remember thinking, hmm. fuck, that dude, that's that's a statement to me. Like, right. holy shit. Um, you know, these are huge stars that are picketing around the stadium. And you're like, all right, cool. But the interviews that he was doing separately were with the, weren't with the players. They were with the people that work there, the vendors and mm-hmm. in the parking lot. And all of those people. And you realize how many jobs there really is in economically what an NFL team or an NBA team or, or a major league baseball team does for a city mm-hmm. um, and a community and tourism uh, travel. Yes. All of it. So it, it, I don't want to see the NFL go down. Right. Um, I mean, I, I love football anyways, but you know, I, look, I'm perfectly content. Well, well, no one wants to see the NFL go down, but if it does and the ratings are like, but that's the this, other. Th- this is. But the- that's the other thing is where you, you. I talk about losing the message. It's like, well, what do you want them to do then? Yeah. Like what? What? Exactly. Would, what would be the solution that would get you guys up on your feet? And it's such a broad thing. They they're wanting. You know, it's violence against black men. It's you know, police getting off for, you know, murdering people. Basically, is what their message is, right? But was, what do they want? And then, and then the Kaepernick thing, obviously. But that's what his message was, and they're standing with sure. him because he can't get rehired. It's a whole thing. But that's their message. But what do you want? Like, what's going to get you on your feet? You know what I mean? Like, t- tell us, like, what it is, right? So, you so don't you, have a clear-cut plan for, of for, what for you me, want. For me, if you really want to stick it to everyone, mm-hmm. go on strike. Yeah. Just go on strike and say, hey, we want a different message. We want... Uh, or hire uh, fuck hire Kaepernick. It's yeah, Monday. Just hire him. It's Monday. Hire him as a backup quarterback. Look, everybody somewhere. played yesterday. It's Monday today. You can you can hire quarterbacks today. You didn't. Yeah. Nobody hired Kaepernick. Um, mm-hmm. and they got that fucking guy outside of because that's kind of part of their message too. They're like because he protests, he can't get hired, he can't, and that's he can't not get hired. okay. So why why are you not protesting if you're a player, your own owner? Saying, "Hey, we're gonna sit out unless you hire unless Kaepernick. you hire him, someone hire him." No one's done that, right? So it's again, this is where the message is getting lost. Muddy, yeah. yeah. Where you're like, "All right, great. What the fuck are we really angry right. about?" Um, I know why Trump's angry. Like, do you, you protest the anthem and the fucking thing? You know, and he said, "Get those sons of bitches off the field." I would say the same thing about anybody who worked for me as well. Like, I don't care what race you are. Yeah, like, I don't give a shit what race you are. You can't do that. In my eyes, like mm-hmm. I don't doesn't matter. White, black, Latino, get the fuck out of here. Get out. Like right. I, I do not care. So if you're really going to to make a stand and, and have a message, I I think your best bet is to take a Sunday off. Take the entire fucking Sunday off. Right. Take the whole league. Everybody's rich. The minimum salary, the minimum salary for for a player in the NFL. Something like four hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year. You're good. Everybody could take one game off if they wanted to, an entire Sunday, and fucking do it. Um, you know, it's happened over money. That's that's the that's the ironic thing. In every league, NBA, NFL, MLB, they've all been on strike for more money. Right. But they won't go on strike for 
for like a, a cause that they're supposedly passionate about. Right. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, did you see um, Rappaport said he did this message that like Buffalo, Michael, you're talking about Michael Rappaport. Yeah. yeah. Um, Buffalo Bills Stadium, like 30 something employees like quit after this whole thing. He's oh, like, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. 30 great just jobs. They're not going to be the best. Right. But they're open mm-hmm. for whoever wants to like, like, uh, what is that going to do, you guys? Well, look, it, at least those 30 workers, whoever they were, the Buffalo, at least actually, they made a statement. They yeah. actually. And now they're put, like put their money on the line yeah. and said, hey, true. We quit and we're not going to do this. That's what I'm talking about. Take a hard line somewhere like sacrifice. Those, yes. That's what I say. Sacrifice. sacrifice. Those 30 employees, whoever they are, I, I don't know what race or ethnicity they are. I'm just hearing this story for the first time. Right. But the, whoever the fuck they are, mm-hmm. they made a stand and they made a sacrifice, whereas nobody else did. Yeah. Um. So, I, you know, and, and again, watching this tonight, like, dude, before this fucking game started, I, after watching that shit, no interest in watching the game. You know who the winner in all of this is? Jabes. No. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. If he, there's no way that you don't want to watch winner. the game. Don't want to watch the game. Oh, uh, why? I, I'll tell you, the only interest I have in this game tonight is, is fantasy football. It's not my favorite so team. So we could just watch it on our phones. It, exactly. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, not my, it's not my team. And like I was thinking, I thought, I took a long, hard think. Sure. A good old-fashioned think about this sure. today. And all, what I was thinking about was like, if Matt, like my favorite player is Matt Ryan. Okay. Atlanta Falcons. If Matt Ryan took a fucking knee. I, I, I wouldn't. I don't give a shit about Matt Ryan and the fact. Get him, get him off the goddamn field. That's my favorite player. I'm talking about. Get him off the goddamn field. You off don't, that don't, bad, exactly. Huh? Yeah. Get him out of there. I don't give a shit. Okay. And we have a great team this year. Right. Like we look. We're three and zero. We look fucking fantastic. But I, I would say the same thing. If Matt Ryan takes a knee, get him the fuck off the field. Right. Like, and that's my favorite player and my favorite team. Sure. That's how passionate I am about it. Where it's like, great. I don't give a shit. Bring right. in somebody else. Not, not Kaepernick, but anybody else. Like, I will literally take him. Bring in Johnny Manziel. Straight off the strip club, like right out of the fucking titty bar. Um, two lines in him. Mm-hmm. Let him line up behind QB. Yeah. I think I'd let him do it. Do you think Kaepernick should be hired as a backup somewhere or something? I don't know. Is he good? He's good enough for that. He's good, he's good he, enough he's for He's good that. enough for a backup quarterback, but again... He's, tr- he's drama. He's drama, one. Right. But two, it's also a backup quarterback. So, like... That's all the really... Why would you that's put... He's ask, I mean, he just wants to be hired. Sure. <laughs> but, but, but there's a lot of people who just want to be True. hired True. because of things that they've, they've wanted sure. to do. And there's a lot of people out there on these practice squads, like you watch in Hard Knocks, mm-hmm. who bust their fucking oh, yeah. ass... And they just, they can't make the team. They're just not talented. They just yeah, miss it by that right. much. With Kaepernick, he's a backup quarterback. So if, if you're going to put up with that much drama for somebody, he better be goddamn Tom Brady. Like, he better be really, really great for you to hire him again. Otherwise, it's like, eh. Some would say they put up with domestic violence, but DUIs. 100%. D- like, uh-huh. fighting people. Like, you they betcha. put up with all of that. They put up with Michael Vick. Somebody yeah. took Michael Vick back. So I guess for the that's, dogs again, devil advocate. But I guess that's the thing of like, okay. I, I, but but if, but you're, if you're asking me, is a bit too much. No, drama. no, no. But if you're asking me personally, you don't want them to put up with that either. No, I okay. wouldn't have taken back Michael Vick. Good. Uh, Ray Rice didn't come back. Okay. I was I was happy about There's that. Plenty of players out there. I don't th- exactly. There's a million players it's out like, there, and I've st- I've stated this before. Fucking replace them. There's a million people that want to play and who are good enough. Like you'll find them. There's another, there's another draft next year. Get him out of here. The fucking Joe Mixon kid who knocked out, you know, 
His girlfriend yeah. from Oklahoma, the running back of Oklahoma. Bye. I don't think that motherfucker should have been drafted. Bye. Yeah. Someone else is just as good, if not better, 100%. than we can just throw up yep. there. So, so those, like, you know, Pete, because look, a lot of people hit me up. A lot of people said the same thing. I said, no, get rid of those get assholes, rid of too. Them. If like, you're drama, and, and you're right from seeing hard knocks, it's like there are so many hardworking good I know. players that can get better that are just trying to support that their are family just trying to like really right fucking thing. grinding it and out if yeah. they're too much drama there they'll kick them out so it's like why not why not at every level and we bring someone else in but you know i get that once you all start playing together and know the plays and like it is an intellectual game as well so it's like you yeah. know bringing new people in all the time is not feasible but at the same time it's like make that a president a precedent yes. you know yeah so that and and one last one last one to 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 close this before we get into the sponsors because uh, we got into this fucking shit the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, we went pretty deep. You, you take a the perfect example, Tim Tebow. Oh yeah, Tim Tebow, classiest, nicest, most respectful guy on the planet, who actually won a fucking playoff game in 2011. Right. He won a playoff game sure. in 2000. He's not good enough to be a backup court. Two-time national champion, Tim Tebow, um, who beat my beloved Ohio State Buckeyes for, in a, for a national championship. He's always one, so crazy to me. Yeah, he's not a backup quarterback. <laughs> like, what the does fuck? He want, does he not want to be? No, he's killed himself really? for years. To be just a backup? To be a backup. To be a fucking backup. Oh, he has killed himself. That's sad. No shit. He's so, he's like, oh. And if you're sitting there and, and, and as an owner looking at this going, oh boy, mm. I need a backup. I need a backup quarterback. Maybe I like, I guess I like that they're not just solving, because that would solve it real quick if they just hired him. So I guess I, I like in a way that they're like, you know, we're not going to just do this because, you know, because you guys want us to or whatever. That's not part of the message, but. We'll find out. Yeah. I, look, there, we'll there's see. still there's this still time. This will be an ongoing saga. Yeah, we're only sure. in. You know, we've got 15 more weeks left of football, so there is time. And because somebody else could also cave with like two games left and just hire him and put him in there and try to make their. But I don't. I hope it wouldn't be caving. I hope it's like, well, no, we need him at this point. He's good. No, yeah, because no. the season started. Sure. If they really needed him and wanted him, he'd be there. Right. He's not. Um, meanwhile, Tim Tebow is playing minor league baseball for the Mets, just playing his goddamn heart out, China's hardest in single a baseball left a job as an announcer, deep six figure job. I I might even say seven just because he still wants to play and he's passionate about it. So he's riding these shitty greyhounds playing single a ball for the St. Lucie fucking, you know. Mayflowers or whatever the goddamn team name is. <laughs> the St. Lucie Mayflowers. Yeah, they always name yeah. they, they yeah. always name uh, these minor league teams like something super weird, like the Portland Sea Otters, <laughs> the, uh, the Banana Splits. The, the in Chattanooga it was called the Chattanooga Lookouts. Yeah, for Lookout Mountain, and um, you know, I, <laughs> there's 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 Kaepernick, and then there's Tebow. Right. Both of them won playoff games. Both of them aren't in in the NFL. Um, fuck it. So, I, look, I hope he moving never gets on. fired. And in, in moving on, exactly, we got some we got some sponsors who pay for us to be on the air. Um, and one of those sponsors is near and dear to my heart. Ooh. Near and dear to my heart. Oh, straightrazors.com. <laughs> um, big fan. Just finished uh, editing the movie, and uh, there was there was an interview on camera 
where where somebody came up to me afterwards after after one of the the live shows for uh, for drinking bros and was like, God damn, your skin really is like great. And I I got to see that interview or whatever, and I was like, man, that'd be like the ultimate commercial for straightracers.com. Right. Like, um, so. A uh, big fan of their products. Go to straightrazors.com. They've got the finest razors in the biz. Uh, they've got they've got kits. They've got aftershave. They've got cologne. They've got uh, beard oils. They've got beard shampoos. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Keep it clean, guys. Anything you need. Uh, Keep it clean. To get your uh, face where it needs to be is on straightrazors.com. Old school shit, dude. Just old school, like 1800s, super classy. Um, you get a deal. It's type in revolution for 20% off. It's a fucking awesome gift. Like it literally is the best. So go to straightrazors.com, type in the promo code revolution for 20% off. Um, I have a mustache coming back and, uh, I'm, I'm going to call, I'm going to call Luke Webster and the boys. See if I can do some, uh, like some, some modeling, some mustache modeling campaigns, adult male mustache modeling sure with like a, That's sh- a thing right sharpay in your lap yeah i think so mm-hmm. that could be a sweet thing mm-hmm. uh how, the, the val kilmer poster came didn't it yes where is it it's downstairs i need to uh you gotta take it get it framed yeah but i want it to be like an older like vintage frame yeah 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 for those I who don't, don't know i'm go a hobby lobby i'm a diehard tombstone fan uh i love it who isn't it's amazing um, yeah, i know it's val kilmer should have won the fucking oscar uh, he was, there was like a limited number, like a hundred, uh, pictures of him as Doc Holliday that he autographed, fucking bought one and impulse buy and needed it. Really glad I did it. Had to have it. I think you did it with your last moments of Wi-Fi as we were taking off in an airplane. I did. And I I'm did. like, what are you? <laughs> it's it, just like, it popped press up. buy as soon yeah, as it was I like. Did. Cause I didn't want to, I didn't X1. want them to run out. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want them to run out. Yeah. So now I own it and I'm fucking amped about it. And yeah, just give me a, a cool old frame. Um, God damn it. That movie was awesome to me. That's what the straight razors remind me of. Baba proceeds. Uh, oh yeah. And he's, like getting, they could he's fully getting straight be. razor mm-hmm. um, in the movie. There's a scene with Val Kilmer and the straight razor with the barber right after he, he tells the guy, I'm your huckleberry. Um, God damn it. Uh, big fan, big, big fan. Uh, next up, we got a new company here. Um, and you in particular, you went bug fuck today when, when those really packages excited. arrived. I know. I've never seen you excited about like apparel before. Well, cause I will say this, the, it's the, one of the only companies that I've seen that like takes as much time with their girl stuff as they do with the guys. It's usually like the they guys. They never do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys' shirts are awesome You're and like right. feel awesome. Yeah. And then it's like one tank top that's like cool. And I got like two different styles, like two different awesome materials. Like, I know. It, it, I love it. I Dude, love I'm, them. I love their like water bottle they sent, the hats, everything. I posted cool. the, I posted one of their shirts today on our our Instagram feed nice. on uh, Ross Passion Revolution, and uh, the they came tri blends like the uh, the jam, nice the shit. Um, and uh, I, dude, I, I'm a fan, man. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm gonna. I get a, a gig. I get to go to either Thursday or Friday. I get I get to swing by. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pop on uh, the shirt and take a picture of it. But yeah. uh, God, smooth, smooth material. I likes it. I likes it and a like lot. Like I said, for both girls and guys, I know they didn't just do the throwaway on the girls' tanks. Like, exactly, they really worked on it. Exactly. So that. it's uh, www. L-E-D led by iron.com. Uh, that's www.ledbyiron.com. 
Uh, it's a functional fitness apparel company. They got t-shirts, tanks, hats. Uh, they got a bunch of dope shit there, man. It's just like cool. Yes. I don't know how else to explain. It's, it's like cool not... like workout yeah. stuff for fucking guys and girls. Yeah. Um, but, but also their other t-shirts are classy as fuck. So it's like, dude, I, I'm just a huge fan. Not only that, but they're all first responder owned and Love operated. That. And it's like... Dude, even just give their shirts a shot, man, just because of, of who these guys just are because of that. and what they do. Yeah. Um, so, I again, man, I, I couldn't be a bigger fan of ledbyiron.com. Their T-shirts. Um, they've also got a, a new thin blue line uh, shirt for, for the Leo community and a thin red line uh, shirt for the firefighters as well. Both are equally fucking badass. Uh, you can find them on Instagram, ledbyironapparel. Facebook led by Iron Apparel and uh, and obviously go to their website and use the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off at Led by Iron. Uh, Tyler Rainey and David Carter, big big fan of you guys, big fan of your tees, man. Uh, Jables, Jesus, man, you, you I mean you were crushing them all day. What? You were you were like a kid on Christmas. Look, you it's were like not a kid often. on Christmas. I know it's, it's not, not often, it's not. and that's no lie. I pulled yours out first, and I'm like, oh, these are fucking awesome. And then it's like, of course, I'll get like. A tank top that's like, here you go, Jabes. It just like gets thrown in my face. Like, yeah. here you go, throw me a bone. And it was like people usually send you like dude as shit. Yeah, and you, they finally got like cool Which girls apparel, cool. and you were stoked about it. Yes, like, and I appreciate all of it, but it's like I, you know, yeah, we we want to look look and good, feel good, look good. Yeah. So go, yeah, go to ledbyiron.com. Uh, type in the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off, guys and gals. Last. But not least, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Shablankers. Shablankers. Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink of uh, of Colin Kaepernick. I'm kidding. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, easy, no. What do you easy. think? What do you think took him to his knees? He, he had two. He had two packs of Strikeforce. Yeah. And went went down to a knee. Yeah. I mean, it, he wasn't even protesting. Apparently, he just said way too much Strikeforce. Um. Kidding. Strike Force Energy is uh, the tastiest, tiniest little tin pouch full of energy. It's liquid. It goes in other liquids, and you know you don't have to you don't have to stir it with your finger. Do shit to it. You can put it in beers, waters, liquors, liqueurs, wines, all of it. Uh, they got four flavors. They got original, lemon, orange, and make America grape again. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Get yourself some. You can kick the can, kids. You don't need the can anymore. You can get rid of Kickstart. You can get rid of Red Bull. All that shit. Get a subscription of Strike Force. We have it. I fucking pre-workout with it, dude. Today I was all I was all g'd out and fucking sponsor shit. I I had some Strike Force before I went to the gym. I was working sure. on a lead by iron shirt. I like, mean, uh, we we really do g'd out on sponsors, yeah, like, to the max. Um, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code Revolution. You get twenty percent off. They ship everywhere in the entire world. And they got a 750 milliliter bottering. Boom, boom. Pop a couple squirts in and bounce. Bounce. Um, number one jersey today. Uh, and this is to wrap up that little bow, to put that little uh, a bow on that bonnet and put sure. the little bee inside the basket. Sure, please do. Um, goes out to Alejandro Villanueva. Um, the okay. lineman, offensive lineman for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, did three tours overseas. And uh, is a veteran. He was the one guy who came out during the whole Pittsburgh Steelers fiasco where they waited inside the locker room and uh, put his hand over his heart and did the whole anthem. Um, I, I find it 
extremely curious what happened tonight when he he gave a press conference and kind of took it all back, and it looked like somebody had forced him to do it. Um, I think they did, and I think it was a fucking shitty move. Um, but I will say this to to show you where the people stood with where where they were in line with all all of this shit yesterday. The number one selling jersey in the United States of America was Alejandro Villanueva hmm. um, over Tom That'll Brady. Show you something. He was number one sales for an offensive lineman that that truly <laughs> not many people have heard of. Yeah, the last offensive lineman I can even remotely think of that people bought jerseys for was Orlando Pace back in the late '90s, early 2000s, and that's I mean that's a guess because I don't I, I don't even fucking know. But uh, this this guy came out and did it, and uh, later on, uh, Big Ben, you know Big Ben, I do. Roethlisberger of the Roth. Steelers uh, released a statement right afterwards saying he was sorry. He was like, "I was unable to sleep last night. I want to share my thoughts and feelings on our team's decision to remain in the tunnel for the national anthem. The idea was unified as a team when so much attention is paid to uh, things dividing our country, but I wish we approached it differently." We did not want to appear divided on the sidelines with some standing and some kneeling or sitting. Uh, he says personally that he's not going to kneel or sit out in the, in the fucking tunnel again. And he's going to do the anthem from now on. Because I, I, I think the blowback was swift on Big Ben. Right. Um, Pitt, Pittsburgh in particular, man, is a fucking... Is is a, a blue collar town. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they do not put up with shit like this. No. So uh, when this when that went down and they didn't come out of the tunnel, um, oh boy. Uh, and I I think you're gonna see a lot more of that coming out. And I think this whole season is gonna be. I think the rest of the season is gonna be a mess. I think it's gonna be a fucking mess. I think it's gonna be like this off and on. Uh, for the rest of the year, I think the ratings are going to get crushed. Yeah. And then I think afterward, at the end of the, this season, they're going to have to regroup uh, with the owners and say, hey, guys, either we're, we're a corporation who's making money or we're giving a platform to the people we're paying millions of dollars to to try to make us millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's going to end well. Right. That's my personal guess. And that's I, th- I think at the end of the year, something is going to be done. Uh, but either way, uh, Alejandro, it was fucking cool to see you do it. Um, and whatever forced statement that was that, that, cause that's, that's exactly what it looked like to me. Right. Uh, it did. It was weird. Fuck him. Whoever said that. I know the coach was pissed off. He said he was pissed off. The players were pissed off. Um, so, uh, look, it is what it is. Uh, the other, the other thing that is what it is today was Megan Kelly taking over for the, uh, today show. That's Boy, that was fucking, fucking brutal. She's taking over my morning Your routine. Jam. Like, look, it's 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 a lot of women's morning <sighs> routine. Um and know. look, I stayed behind today before going into work to watch it so we could talk about it on the show. Cause I was really curious to see how this would all shake out. And it it was exactly what I thought it was. It was just a, a wooden, stiff mm-hmm. woman who just they're trying to appeal. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of, it, and to me, like that was a mess as well because it, it was, it seemed like a hodgepodge of shows. It seemed like it was like a cross between Ellen, but a cross between her night show, her Sunday night show, but then kind of Oprah-ish with the story at the really, end with the nun. Did you see that? Yes. But that's what she's, that's her idea, but it's very, 
Uh, it's very broad. She's just like, I just want to bring hope. I want to bring good stories. I want to hear from you guys. I want to tell a little bit about what's going on in the world. You're like, what is it? What yeah. is it? Yeah. Um, and it's very uh put together, which I actually liked about the other segment, Today's Take, where it's just like, they weren't all, you know put together and like militant about the segments and like you have to get this right and like it was very like loose you were looking at three like imperfect people yep that were like you that were starting their day having some coffee talking about stuff that's going on and that felt like the way i wanted to start my day and now it's like there was someone that made like even a little bit of a mistake on the show. Like somebody turned a card before they were supposed to. And right. I could feel her. Her fire. Getting yeah, yeah. pissed. And like, pissed. that's not going to be okay with me. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And for the, exactly. And for, and for the audience at home, like, you know, just because it's a, a primarily a woman's show or things like that, like as a producer, I, I still watch all of, Every show that I possibly can, whether or not I like it or not, to try to get a feel for it, to see what people watch, to see what people are into, and to see what works and what doesn't work. And, and what non-political people are talking about. Yes, exactly. So like, exactly. they don't have to talk about it, so what are the things that they're choosing to bring to the forefront? Sometimes it's just fun tweet stuff. Sometimes it's like, we have to talk about this. And it just kind of puts things in your mind of like, okay, this is what... like really is the pulse of the day yeah and and you know to 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 i guess state why i watched it in the first place is i used to write extremely late to like 5 a.m we had a child mm-hmm. uh, i switched my schedule um at, at the behest of you and, I, and i'm and i'm glad you did it because because <laughs> i get to start off my day wake up with you and our child get you know help get him ready for school you take him to school um so i, I started watching some of these programs with you they're on yeah. in the background for like the first half hour hour <laughs> and and i get it like i fucking get it because it it is light it's fun you're right people people don't know what they're doing all the time they don't know which camera angles or what <laughs> sometimes you can see the people with the cue cards but it, like the, it's authentic yes and it's real and it's real people starting their day and it's not political mm-hmm. it's not uh anything heavy and it's to start off your day that is exactly, to me, what you want. Like, right. great. Yeah. I, I, fuck Kathy Lee and Hoda. We're drinking wine. They're they drinking drink, wine every they morning. They drink wine at, at 10. Yeah. 10, 9 or 10, yeah. They, and they talk about, like, you know, things in their life or, or musicians or songs or light material. Like well, Kathy Lee talks about Kathy Lee. Well, but that's what I like about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm watching, I'm watching goes, it because yeah, I like Kathy yeah. Lee talking about <laughs> Kathy Lee. <laughs> Everything that I'm sure you would call me the Kathy Lee of the podcast. I was just about to say, like, everything Hoda brings up, Kathy Lee's like, Yeah, yeah, I worked with she said something about Walmart today. Kathy, I worked with them for many, many years. I did a campaign with Walmart, great company, great. (laughs) You're just like, Kathy, shut up. So, but but with with all that being said, like, I I enjoy all of their programming. Right, it's easy. Yeah, like, Kathy Lee and Hoda, you would never have to twist my arm to sit down and watch that in the morning. Like, it's enjoyable. I don't love her. I don't like Matt Lauer, but I'll Mm. I'll sit down and watch the rest of You know who I like is Jenna Bush. I know, me too. She's great. Uh, That's Savannah Guthrie. Um, Yeah. Well, it's like, so now it's Matt Lauer and Savannah are more of the, like, breaking news, like, 
hard. Even Roker. I like Roker. You Fuck. do. Oh, uh, look, that's where we have to. He's dorky. We have and he, to draw look, the line. He's dorky, but he, I think he knows he's dorky and he knows his place. Right. And like, uh, you're right. I like Roker. I like all Roke Dog. Right, all right. Roke Dog Millionaire. I don't. I don't get into. I, I still don't like Matt Lauer. Like you can tell as soon as they yell cut, he's just like. Somebody get me my fucking coffee. Oh, no, yeah. the one that I asked for. The oh, one that yeah. I fucking asked for. Um, oh, yeah. I, I can, I can still see that. It's all forced. Yeah. And, and that's the way. So when we watched Megyn Kelly today, that's what I, I felt about her show. It was all so forced of like. Forced. Scripted. I can be nice. Mm-hmm. I promise. It's like the okay. Wicked Witch of the East who they're like, oh, hey. Yeah. I can be nice. Yep. And so I came to it with an open heart and an open mind because I was talking so much shit about her, right? Yeah. But then I was kind of like, I had to be honest with myself and be like, is it because she's beautiful? Is it because she's like, no, you know, has no. the job that I want? Is she like no. getting the dream job? And do I not like her because of that? So I like opened it up and she just, uh, she, she's I like, tried and you know she, what? Told, she had me in the beginning. She told the story of like, I mean, she's a boss bitch. There's no denying that yes she was a lawyer for nine years but she was she had the ultimate boss bitch position on fox and then she didn't like it she always wanted she said she always wanted that show but what happened i think in her life is that you know her dad died when she was 15 she was put herself to law school she was a lawyer for nine years she was a host of of fox for however many fuck like 15 and i think it turned her into a stone cold bitch a stone cold bitch and i think she now her dream that she says she's always had her dream of, of doing this show that she's now doing. I think she's gone too far past yes, that personality that she used to have. Yeah. And it's gotten beaten out of her. And I'm sorry for that. But when you have to be in the positions that she was like, it got beaten out of her and that's just how it goes. Like she is a dude now. Yeah. And you know, another one was uh, <laughs> when I saw Howard Stern on uh, America's got talent and it was like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like you're not going to tell the juggler to go fuck himself. Right. That was very weird. It was just like, meh. I mean, he came out afterwards and said they paid him a shit ton of money, but it's like, you know, fuck. Again, he didn't fit on that show. She doesn't fit on this one. Um, To me, watching it, it was so uncomfortable. It was like watching Pennywise talk to talk to georgie you know <laughs> I know. you want a balloon georgie but you want a balloon just, just trying to lure you know kids yeah. into this program and you know i i think again i told you this earlier it's gonna take a couple of days because i think everybody tuned in today out of curiosity sure. follow the ratings over the next three or four days because that that's that's your hollywood standard follow the ratings over the next three or four days and then then look back on it and i think I think the ratings for her hour are going to be so shitty. You, so then this is my question to you because you know this. Yes. It's like because it's sandwiched in between, like I'll always watch like Savannah Lauer mm-hmm. and everybody from eight to nine. Hers right. is nine to ten. And then I'll always watch Hoda. So it's right. like how does how do ratings work that Ra- it's sandwiched? Ratings, ratings block works. They work by the hour. So people will move, will oh, yeah. go to a different channel for that. Yep. I don't know. I just leave it on in the background. I, I don't though. I would, I would flip to the other one. Who's the other one? Who's on against them? There's a C CBS this morning. No, not CBS. There's the Today Show. The there's something else that that goes on against it. Um, good morning CBS. Yeah. Good morning America. Good morning America. Sorry. Um, yeah. Good morning America is, is on against it. Yes, I would 100% flip go for an hour and then go back. Um, and I think that's that's my guess is what's going to happen going forward, and uh, I, and go they're going to be time. fucked. They're going to be fucked with this huge contract. Oh. Not only are they NBC, by the way, 
it's fucked in a lot of ways. That's why they're bringing back all these old shows like Will and Grace and all of this mm-hmm. shit is that, look, they paid a shit ton, a shit ton for Sunday Night Football. Ratings are getting hammered on that. They're hemorrhaging money from this. Um, they paid a shitload to get Megyn Kelly to come over here. That Sunday night show did not do well. No. Now she's on this morning show. And the morning show, by the way, was their big money maker. I mean, they've made a lot of money over the years. They've been number one for years and years and years. Why Why you would throw a fucking uh, baseball card into those fucking spokes? Like, I, I don't know. I I don't know. Um, so we'll I, see. Again, I, we'll I think they're going to have a real serious problem on their hands right around the Christmas area where they're like, oh, fuck. Because then her Sunday night show is supposed to come back after that. And it's going to be a lot of Megyn Kelly a lot of the time. And she's just not likable and enough for that job. even the way she was talking to that nun, it was just like yeah. she wanted her to cry. And you know you can tell these like interviewers yeah, that just like yeah. hammer on one. So wasn't it hard? Yeah. To see one of your boys dead in an alley. Yeah. Tell oh, me boy. how. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. I know. It is nine o'clock in the morning. Nine a.m. Yeah. I don't want to see that shit. Oh, uh, and then, then to flip it, we're, you know, to go fucking like just a full 180 on this shit. Oprah. <laughs> Ope Dog in 60 Minutes was like, amazing. Oh, she's always amazing. Amazing. Like The she, sound of her voice makes me cry. But, but it's like. My my one frustration with Oprah is this is like she's still Oprah. She's still great. Mm-hmm. Why not just have a fucking show? Have your own show. So now she's gonna be doing these segments on on sixty minutes like last night. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll bring her in once a week and she'll, you know, do one hard hitting interview and, and everything else, which is fine. But you're still Oprah, man. Like you could have your own Sunday night show. To me, yeah. why didn't NBC back up the truck for Oprah? Get her on the How Sunday night does show. That truck have to be boy, honey. She's done. I don't think she's done. <laughs> done in that a, way. She's done got her. In the she's everything. got her own network. So why not just do it on a sun? Like why come to pro, like why come to, to prime time again if you didn't miss that limelight a little bit? A little bit, but you also she's don't acting wanna... in a lot of fucking movies now too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she just wants to do whatever she wants to do. I guess. Do you want to go back into that grind? Like Megyn Kelly, all she kept talking about was the alarm clock. Yeah, but. And then that darn alarm clock. Think about this. So I thought about that. Let's say you gave Oprah Megyn Kelly's slot on Sunday nights um, at 7 p.m. Oh, my God. Yes. One hour a week. Yes. It's it's America's hour now that. and, And I think this is this is a crazy statement, but I will stand by this. The biggest problem with 60 Minutes in the past, which is why they backed it up a half hour, was because the the late game, the 4 o'clock game of NFL would run over. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the 60 Minutes, you'd catch it with like 18 minutes left. So you'd miss. You're only getting 18 out of the 60 Minutes. Um, sure. So they backed it up to 7.30. <laughs> so, now it's, so now it's all in 7.30s um, because there, other people were worried about losing ratings to the NFL and all that shit. I think if you put Oprah on it at, at 7 o'clock on Sunday night... Fuck it. You know how many women would grab the remote from their husbands and say, sorry, we're going to turn off the fucking game where everybody's pro. We're going to watch Oprah. We're going to no. throw on some Oprah on, on Sunday night. We don't want to get beaten. Well, you, you know. I, I mean, like, I we're not there's, idiots. If there's one person, though, who transcends, <laughs> yeah. it's fucking Oprah. I would say so, yeah. I would, I would watch Oprah on a Sunday night and be like, all right, cool. Fuck it. Um, you know, those late games are shit anyways. Usually it's like Oakland versus Kansas City. Uh, so, you know, a couple of weird teams sure. like on the fringe. Sure. Well, they're playoff teams. They might win one. They're not going to win the whole fucking thing. Uh, I'd go Ope Dog. Um, she, and she was a, she had a great segment last night. 
Uh, she sat down with people from Michigan um, and talked about you know why they voted for Trump and whether they're happy with everything mm-hmm. that's gone on. And uh, and it was a, like a great like spirited discussion. She didn't get anybody's faces. She wasn't nasty about she it. She didn't like, put her own opinion in there. Nope. It was very much just like an open just a discussion. Fucking, just, just Oprah, dude. She's a hardcore, like she's an old school journalist like that though. She she gets things out of people without putting her own, like really her own opinion And it seems like when she's asking questions that she, she genuinely wants to know the answer. Whereas uh, I think, again, I think it was Hollywood Reporter today. That uh, that put up a review after Megyn Kelly's show mm-hmm. ran, and they were like, you know, it, it seems like she's Megyn Kelly is talking at people mm-hmm. versus talking to them and listening to them. Where you know, I, I get that note, like I get that 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 vibe. And Oprah, whenever they cut back to her, when somebody's talking, like she's genuinely listening. You know? Yeah, I think she she's just like the best in the biz at at that. At yeah. interviewing and like really thoughtful interviews. Yeah. Um, Megan Kelly, you're right. Uh, today asked a woman, they were in like a circle of women in Chicago. She asked one of them a question. You could tell that she wanted a different answer than what the lady gave her. And she kept asking the question in a different way. Sure. To get the answer that would be best for her show. <laughs> um. So I don't know. The more I look back at it, it's like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't good, but anyway. And Twitter, you know, we'll see. I, I checked Twitter at, at the time, and like they were on fire of like, "Hey, it's really difficult after seeing you on Fox News for 15 years, and so now you're just, trying to be like Ellen, just like super nice." And you're like, Ugh, "Come on!" But also, when she was talking to the Will and Grace people, is the last thing I'll say about it. She was very much trying to get them to say about you know talk about trump and talk about the state of the world and you know even her open monologue was like well and then all of this happened and i just had to like get out or something yeah (laughs) so as much as she wants to ever get away from politics she will always throw some some little smirky thing in there which i don't i didn't i don't like they didn't they don't do it on the other today show and they you know yeah lee and hoda certainly don't do it yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't Whatever. know. Whatever. We'll we'll see. Again, this will be another ongoing saga that we can. Dip, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back. But but there's so much money on the line for the Megyn Kelly thing. Like Ooh, it's gonna come to a head. They have to make it work. Yeah. They uh, well, have to. I don't know. Can you? Can you is the question. I um, don't know. I don't know. Uh, but by the way, when you were when you were having that discussion, I looked I looked up uh, Tebow. Yeah, to see how he's doing, and there was a there was an article that popped up, and he just said he's single handedly boosting minor league baseball attendance. Every city he goes to is sold out. They just want to see him play he's and do well. He's just he's like the hero. nicest dude on the planet. And again, God. I, he beat my team, so like I hated him in college. And sure. then, but I respect anybody with if they come out and play hard. And like I don't really care where you went to school and all that shit. Like uh, I I genuinely rooted for Tim Tebow when he came out. Where I was like, man. Seems like a good fucking dude, um, and he was great. Like he was great. He he had an, that announcer gig I was telling you about. He was good at that job. He was really good at it. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know who's strangely un- unbelievable? Who's a messiah? Who is Tony Romo? Really? Yeah. I Tony like Romo, but best announcer in the biz right now. I like that. Uh, he. You want to talk about Rostradamus? That guy's predicting plays before they even happen. The way he can break down what plays are going to happen at least in the first three weeks 
I mean, I've never seen anything like it to the point where you're like, oh, hey, man, you'll probably be a head coach like in like two years. Oh, dang. Yeah. Cool. Uh, like an offensive coordinator where you were just like, Jesus. I, like, but the other part of me is like, man, you couldn't win a fucking playoff game. Like you, you couldn't win a playoff game knowing all this shit. Um, pretty, pretty crazy. Is that you that had that fantasy football name? Which one? No Romo. No Romo. I I I had no Romo after um he broke. I had Romo. Did you steal I dr- that? No. I dr- oh, that's I d- really funny. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, um, you're but welcome. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure it wasn't much of a, a stretch for people. But uh, <laughs> I had I, dr- I drafted him in my league, and he broke his fucking arm, and my whole t- you know what it's like. You lose your first pick, and your whole team, I know. Team I do know what it's toilet. like. You lost David Johnson. I know, but it was Lost not David in the Johnson toilet, but we're going to Hey, you're, to... you were undefeated. Yeah. Uh, you know who isn't undefeated is, is, is good old Anthony Weiner. Oh, boy. Oh, Bless man. it. Get the fuck out of my face. He broke down in tears today in the courtroom. I bet he did. 21 months he got in the, in a, in the federal prison. Huma wasn't there either. No, they're divorcing. Yeah. Yeah, well, she was there through most of it, and then I think once it got to the sentencing part, she was like, "She just want to make sure that he got." <laughs> I guess how they've got young kids too. right? They have one kid, five year old. Okay, yep, and he's going to the pokey for just about two years, mm-hmm. federal prison. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then he's got to register as a as a sex offender. Yep. Afterwards. Yep. That fuck too guy. many times, buddy. It's too many times. Like, yeah. if that was the first time, I'd be like, okay, 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 okay. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's, like, calm it down. 16-year-olds now look like fucking 25-year-olds. It's like, it's the chicken, it's the hormones, know. it's the milk. No. No. I'm, no. I'm, go- I'm, I'm, going, no. I'm going opposite of you on this one. Oh, boy. Um, there is a, uh, uh, an Instagram site I follow called uh, Old Row Vintage. Um, and it's, like, old school, like, fraternity photos from like the 70s and 80s they looked fucking old man 16 year olds i'm not talking about people in college I, I, i'm not either but i'm saying back then back then that that age group like i think all of those that generation like even looking at pictures of my mom at that age mm-hmm. she's looked older than like 16 years like i saw a picture of her at 16 she looks older than that and i don't know why and, and again like i follow the vintage uh fraternity ones and it's just like these guys look like fucking animals in their 30s. And I'm like, man, it was just different back then. All and then right. it, it got me to thinking, looking at these photos uh, on, on Instagram of like, remember those 80s movies that we, that we used to make fun of them because they were casting like 30-year-olds to play 18-year-olds yeah. and shit like that? Like, they kind of look like that. And it's to me, it's changed now where it's like I went to, um, not Ohio State. Actually, when we went back to the Ohio State game, everybody looked normal i thought mm-hmm. but uncw here i thought they look super young where it's just like oh boy you look really really young yeah i guess it just depends yeah but why is that i just i don't you know don't, you don't find that weird at all like ohio, at ohio state i looked at you and i was like because we drove through and people were raging like there was oh yeah parties everywhere and i was like dude these fuckers, like, i could slide in with a hat down and, and fucking take that two-story bonger which you didn't let me do <laughs> You want to tell the audience that we, that we, I dro- we li- drove by a party. There was a two-story, two-story beer bong. Yeah, and I was like, "Just let me get out and f- just gas." Because one. that's tragic, and I it's won't not. allow you. Yes, it's you're- beer, J- Jesse. I was thirsty. I was dying of thirst. Mm-hmm. Damn near. 
damn near Ethiopian like thirst. I was then if you then you're your really? own man, and why didn't you get out and do it? Well, I don't let or not let you do anything. All Let's right. be fucking clear on the that. The next two-story bong I see, guess what? And, and boom, boom. I'm taking six to the dome. All right, father time. And then you're driving, and then you're driving the, the beautiful Nissan Sentra, the silver Nissan Sentra that I got for the last five trips in a row that I've been on. Um, that seemingly only every rental car place only has one car left and it's a Nissan Sentra. But they say it like it's a Nissan Sentra. A big like you should be happy about it. Oh, we're going to upgrade you. Guess what? Guess what? We have an economy. We don't have a compact. Guess what it is? It's a Nissan Sentra. Oh my God. It's silver. Um, I traveled so much in the last four weeks. Let's say I want to see four, no, Five, five different cities. Um, I ca- I got the same car all five times from four different places. Like mm-hmm. you know, I was at thrifty, budget, enterprise, you name it. Like I had it, depending upon where we are. I got the same exact car, and there I will say this: they're going real lax on the rules these days. What? How so? Um, you know, you you take a well, sir. We're gonna walk around the car and we're gonna look at things and like if right. something's fucked up, you've got to tell us. You know, and so. The last two times I went around the car and I was like, hey, man, uh, like it looks like somebody bashed into this car, like backed into it. And they were like, no, no, no. And they, this guy pulled out a new like ruler, but it had circular pictures on it. And he goes, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, no, if it's, it's if the dent's not this big, we're not going to charge you for it or whatever. And I was like, oh, so I could fucking hit shit. Like, I'm not going to make it that that bad sure well i mean people can hit you in the parking lot like open their door and exactly you. like yeah, yeah yeah you can kind of bump into stuff but they go <laughs> so hard on you to buy that fucking insurance mm. that you're like you would have figured they'd be like hey hey you you did something i want that money you didn't take the insurance yeah um because it's like my my fucking insurance has it like I, they, they, they they pay for that shit Right, they like, cover you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so the last two times, like I, I've looked at these cars, they were fucked up, and they didn't say shit. Uh, one of them, there was like a melted chocolate bar in the back seat, and I was only in town for I don't know two, oh God. two days, and it was the last car. This is the last car they had. Oh, it's the last car we have left. We're so sorry. You can wait here an hour. We'll give you this one. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like nobody's gonna be in this goddamn car. Like, just give me the car. You know, mm-hmm. I'm driving to and fro and edit in L.A. I don't give a shit. Sure. Um. So when I turned it in, I was like, hey, I started my story. You know, I was like, hey, by the way, just want to go over the thing. Like, there's a melted chocolate bar in the back seat. Like, I don't want to be charged. And she was like, we don't care. No, <laughs> they just, just, just don't care. No, I think with those Nissans is they just give it to the I don't care. You and know, the, la- like, oh. the last two times haven't gotten taken the gas option. Mm. Uh, I was just like, all right, fuck, it, I'll fill it up before I get there. Sure. Totally didn't, obviously. Yeah. They didn't care. Didn't care. They were like, no, just go. Just get the fuck out of here. And I was like, mm. oh, huh. And rental car prices have dropped where they're only, you know, shit, like 18 bucks a day. About. You know what I think it's about? I think it's about those little tiny cars we were, we've were we been seeing in cities pop up where you can. That are like city bikes only with cars. Yeah. Where you can just rent like a smart car off the streets now. Or Uber. People are just And return like, it, yeah. I'm not going to get a rental car. I'm just going to Uber everywhere. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. My problem is. Uh, what I was doing, going back and forth to edits and shit, like I couldn't do that. In Salt Lake City, I could Uber. Right. It was no big deal. Kind of a dead city. Oh, LA, it's hard. I think LA, 
really are. You're gonna be sitting there for need a rental ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's always gonna be like, sorry, we're in high demand prices. Right. Of all of that shit, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. just like, oh god. But everywhere else, yeah, it's like Uber from the fucking airport to wherever you need to go, and then oh, take yeah. Ubers from there. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the the old the the good old Nissan Sentra, oh, silver your dream car, Nissan Sentra. He looks so me good in it every time. Um, big big fan of all of their work, all of their pride, <laughs> all of their fucking joy. Uh, that rat race of sitting there waiting for a car is just a nightmare too. By the way, uh, I just I hate it. There's nothing I hate more than than waiting for a rental car and then having them try to hustle you for that insurance. Yeah, you're just like shut just up, shut the fuck up. Shut you just up. got off a long flight yep, and then some shut weird up. shuttle or tram to to go get your rental car, and you're just like just shut and the, the line. fuck up. Yeah, uh, and the line. And so you're it's like, like just shut the, shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Yep. Shut up. Everyone has insurance. Like everyone can, has their own insurance. Like, can leave we me just the fuck take alone. a picture of our, like, have we not reached that yet as a society? We can just take a picture of our license and shoot that in. So when we get their paperwork's done, it's like, here's your fucking car. I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah. I like, I, I, I check that off. I check that box off. Sure. When I sign up for the shit. So like, why, why is it not ready for when I get there? Yeah. That's all I want to know. Yeah. That's all I want to, I also want to know what, what happened with Nissan Sentras. Did they just make like 900 more? Um, than like every other car, and they're like, oh, fuck, we got to get rid of these last 900. Let's just sell them all to, to rental car agencies. Yeah, or they just made them specifically for, like made extra I've, sometimes for Sometimes I've wondered that. Yeah. Like, is it like, when you see a lot of these cars, you're like, oh, a Kia Soul. Did they just make that for rental cars? I think so. That's what it feels like. And like the Suzuki. Yeah. That like silver Suzuki. Because you remember their ad campaign was a bunch of hamsters in the car. It was like, mm-hmm. well, that's not making me buy the goddamn thing. No, I don't like that at all. No. So I, I think it's almost like, oh, hey, did you just make these in bulk to be rental cars? Because that's what it feels like. Possibly. Um, and if that's the case, fucking make them all like that then. You know, so that way you know what you're getting. You're like, all right, great. Yeah. So we're all just like robots in the Nissan. And then yeah. you can like upgrade from there. The one, the one f- the one fucking bad experience I had was one time I showed up and they were like, hey, we're out of cars, you know, again. And they were like, we got this fucking F-150 for you. And I was like, oh, shit. Fucking finally. Like, I hit they the jackpot. So, I, you know, I didn't have to pay extra. I get in the F-150, but I'm in L.A. No, it's not good. $9,000 in gas. We were just like, oh, shit. Parking's a bitch. Yeah. In L.A.? <laughs> like, that is not an the place. F-150 in L.A.? Look, it's a liberal town anyways, and, and they f- hate people in pickup trucks. They don't, hate- don't park at the Starbucks oh, in that. Oh, boy. Don't park at the Starbucks. Night. I got four Starbucks, empty Starbucks cups in the back of the, the trunk, uh, um, in the bed, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and then of people pe- just throwing them in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, empty, em- empty cups. And I was just like, all right, cool. Fair. Uh, and, and also parking that in LA. Good night. Good, Good night. Doesn't fit. In any parking garages, yeah. gonna be parked outside. Yeah. It was a nightmare, and then gas because you're just sitting in traffic all day. Anywhere you're else, burning it's an through amazing gas. car, great car, so love, fucking cool. Love the F-150s. Anywhere else but LA, I had it in Ventura. Yep, one of the last times I was there, and it was just like fucking. Love awesome. those cars. You you just cannot have them in the city of Los nope. Angeles. Nope. But I'm a big fan of those cars. Oh, that's oh. great. Oh, are you? 
That's great. Isn't that a fun story, James, for so you? So fun. I loved the middle part. Oh, God. I love you so much. You love me so me. much. You love me so much. Uh, let's get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? Oh, we shall. You know where this one's going, James. Do I? Yeah, you do. We're going out. We're going out let's to see. Francis Scott Key up in this motherfucker. Ooh, wait. Yeah. Come on. He wrote the Star Spangled Banner, James. Oh, yes. Um, eight. It, no, I'm sorry. Nine thirteen was was the dates. September thirteenth, eighteen fourteen. Francis Scott Key says he was inspired by the British bombing of Fort McHenry during the War of eighteen twelve. Wow. Yeah. Getting butt fucked by Francis Scott Key sure, tonight. You sure, know? sure. Um, don't kneel on Francis. Don't I won't kneel on fucking Francis Scott Key. Scott Key. Wiener is going to be taking a knee. Yeah, he is. He's going to be taking two knees. And he's going to be taking a lot of dick. Um, Bye, Wiener. You fuck. Get out of my face. I exactly. Annoyed. See ya. See ya. Um, last but not least, I'd like to give a, a special shout out to a friend of the show, just friend in real life, Derek Wyda. Uh, Derek White had a post about taking a knee, uh, and it was great. So funny. Really, really fucking great. And it went, vi- it like went viral. Yeah, yeah. And it went viral uh, all over the internet and uh, on his page. And uh, the fact that he's got a sense of humor about losing a leg, uh, he's just a fucking great dude and an awesome person. Um, you can follow him and his inspiring story on Instagram, at Derek White and his Facebook page. He's got a huge Facebook page. Um, just follow Derek White uh, great, really great, great, funny dude. And uh, on our sister show, Drinking Bros, I got to sit down with him uh, about a week and a half ago and do a one-on-one interview. That was one of my favorite shows on there. So if you get a chance to listen to that, do it. And uh, and, and thanks for having a sense of humor about all of this shit. Um, but yeah, fuck. I'm not watching the rest of the game tonight, Jabes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna watch... Uh, <laughs> Gonna watch Who's the the, lucky uh, lady? <laughs> the 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 Biggie Tupac. Oh, are you yeah. going deep? Yeah, we go deep. We'll go deep. Maybe we'll we, chat about it on the next show. We need to chat about Lacey Peterson on the next. Oh yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Because we're we just big time. Yeah, we'll, we'll get through that as well. Because that's right. super interesting. Like I, I'm not I'd gonna love, give it away. We'll talk about it. No, on the I next know, one, but yeah. I'd love to hear what people are thinking of it. So let us know. Yeah, like where Actually, you stand. Right into the Ross Patterson Revolution Facebook page um, or the Instagram, and let let us know if you what what channel was it on. It's A&E. on A and E. Yeah, He's killing it. The, by the, the way, Scott. Oh, and ratings. Yeah, yeah, the ratings were huge for the uh, the Scott Peterson doc. Um, let me know what your feelings are after watching this. We'll chat about it on the next show. Yeah, but ah, boy. I want to start a dialogue because I don't yeah, know what to think. Here. You guys, you have same. to tell me. So we'll l- let us know your thoughts. We'll share with you ours, and uh, we'll go from there. Other than that, we love you. Um, try not to get too fucking butthurt about everything. We really do love everybody. Jesus, man. Uh, for, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.